Welcome back to On the Cusp. Uh, with me here today again is my co-host Matt Snyder, but I'm really excited that today we've got LaTanya Durham from Durham Transportation, an EAP portfolio company, and she leads a women-owned, minority-owned transportation and trucking education school here in Shreveport, Louisiana. This is when it's fun. She's doing it. I, mean, yes. like, I like She's people a, that are out there doing it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So tell us your story. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, it's not a real big story. I guess it has gotten big now. Yeah. Um, it's a girl from uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. After graduation, had still a uh, steel plant job, you know, working here. Libby Glass factory company, working in multiple jobs here in Shreveport. And I just wanted more, Dave. Um, I knew it was more out there to get. Um, after reaching the age of, past the college age, to go back to college, to uh, send myself to, I was looking for to send myself to uh, maybe a, uh, the, the, the right kind of training to make more money, to get rich. Mm -hmm. So. I decided to go into trucking. Decided I'd go put myself through school, training, get a CDL, get a truck and get rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we so got went to school, graduated, got a truck, went in the oil field, went in the industry, quickly found out that it's a male dominated industry. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. You know, uh, like day two? Yeah, day two. Day two. <laughs> uh, day two, you know. I, I've got this CDL, I'm smiling, cheese, about to get rich, mom, things are about to change, it's looking up from now. No. Um, after years, say months, from one job to another, again, a male dominated industry. I, I, I used to have the saying, uh, Every day my nose would bleed. I would say that because I would literally be, literally, my head is bamming with everybody always wants to let you know, friendly reminder that you are a woman <laughs> and I am a man. After months and months of going through that, I finally landed a job in, in the oil field, a good uh, financial, good paying job. And again, I was gonna get rich. So making a lot of money, sleeping in a truck three to four days, three to four days without bathing, using the porta potty again, understand that it's a man's job. Um, and I made so much money till I decided, well, I can buy my own truck. I'm doing those calculations. If I'm working for John and he's paying me this amount at this percentage, well, what if John was working for me? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so I say, well, I just need a truck. Yeah, I go back home to mama. Hey, mama, I need a truck. If you're able to write me a check for a truck, I'll take care of you the rest of your life because I'm going to be rich. I purchased a truck. Next week, I didn't have fuel money to put in the truck. Seriously, um, purchased a truck, an old freight shaker, going down the highway every day in that joker, and I understood why they call freight liners freight shakers. Shake like this as you drive. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we went, Dave, I think I went, I think I probably went about six months uh, breaking down on the side of the road. Like I sent multiple pictures showing you guys all my breakdown pictures 
or not having enough fuel money or having to borrow my, uh, asking a family member to write me a check for fuel. When I get the check for my load, I will reimburse you. Uh, might have a load on your back, pays $1,000. I hadn't saved up enough money to, to put $200 worth of fuel in the truck. Um, it was real hard. It used to be real cold. I didn't, I didn't have any heat in my truck. I drove my truck for two years with no heat in the winter and no air in the summer. How I kept warm, we got the foam, we stuffed it all around everywhere where there was a crack, go to the passenger window and stick the foam. Everywhere mm -hmm. there's a crack, crack, put on a lot of clothes and put your scarf around my neck. That's how I kept warm. For two years I drove like that. Um, when the, the, the winter wasn't hard as the summer was. In the summertime, I learned how to do this. No, with no air, I learned how to, when you stop and get your big cups of ice, at that time, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have the Yetis. Mm -hmm. So yeah. your ice keep melting. <laughs> so you get the big cups of ice, and as you drink the water, you kind of let it pour down there, pour down your shirt. So that water is, your shirt is wet. Mm -hmm. So the, the, air, the wind from the truck is blowing on you, so it's keeping you cool. Right. It's cool. You're staying hydrated. You're keeping cool so you don't pass out. But you drive hours without talking on the phone because you can't hear on your earpiece because the wind is down. Um, I did have a radio, but uh, there was some horrible conditions. Um, and uh, you just kept doing that until you got enough to just keep adding trucks to the company. Two, for, for, two, for two years I done that um, until I pulled on a location. Big giant guy come out of the location. And I don't want to curse on this podcast, but the guy asked me, uh, um, why in the hell is this, whose truck is this? Why you keep letting this truck leak all on my property? Every time you come, this truck is smoking and leaking all. My truck, sir, who, the, who are you running loads for? Mm -hmm. And he wasn't saying it like this. But he wanted to know who was I running loads for, how was I making my money, how in the world did I get it there? Mm -hmm. I, I parked my truck, explained to him my story. Do you have any paperwork, ma'am? Do you have this? I got everything I need. I went and got this old beat up, my old beat up folder, took it in there. And he sat, gave me a contract to haul loads directly. Changed my life. Really? Same loads I was hauling from Shreveport, Louisiana area, Arcadia, this is like 45 miles radius of Shreveport to Dallas, air, to the DFW area, 45 mile radius, uh, maybe at six to $700 a load. Now direct, I was hauling 1000 to 1100 a load. So that was the big That was, that was the was big the turnaround. That was a big turnaround. So he came on, came out, came on hard, and then he ended up giving you a contract, right? Just because you were working that hard, and yeah. he saw that. And he saw that. Change, change, change the and, dynamics. And then you started adding trucks. Yes. At that point. Yes. And I think when I first met you, I think you had like seven. You had seven trucks running every day. Yes. How many trucks you got running now? Nine. I have nine trucks on my trucking side, and they have four trucks on my academy side. That's right. So now you've got truckers out working, but you're training and building a workforce of people that can go out and drive these trucks now. Exactly. So you're able to take, and you told us before this, so tell me the story. You, you find a guy, and he wants to be a truck driver. Find a guy. Uh, he wants to be a truck driver. Um, we have a four-week course, which is 160 hours. 
state, federally mandated courts. We, we, we teach in theory and we train over the road, over, uh, over the range. We teach you how to pre-trip, post-trip a truck. We teach you how to understand the truck. Teach you how to listen to the truck. We teach you how to operate a commercial vehicle. And then we test you out. We have a, we were using a third-party examiner. Thanks to Dave, thanks to a slew of people, slew of people, uh, we were able to get our um, licensure to do testing. This is federally mandated. The my competitors, we have two competitors here in Shreveport, Louisiana, and they are able to do third-party testing. But prior to 30 days ago, I would have to drive my students to, down to South Louisiana so they can test out. If you go to my class, use the 10-hour school, Durham Transport Academy, 30 days ago, once you finish your four weeks and I give you your completion, your certificate of completion, you would then have to go to Louis, South Louisiana to test out for a third-party exam to test you out. No more. Now I do everything in-house. And then, and then you help me find a job. Then I help you find a job. But not only do I help you find a job, I follow up with you. Out of our, we have since February, our first class was February. This is November. I pulled my numbers this morning. We, ha uh, we have 70% graduation rate. We have a 55% job rate. So we have, em we have employed 40, 59 people from February of 2022 to November of 2022. We have employed 59 individuals. And how much do these jobs pay? Well, you took the words out of my mouth. And the jobs are paying over $19 an hour immediately. So what is that a year? If you're working a, a normal work you week, you up at around forty-eight to fifty thousand annually. So you That's can right. take a guy or gal or gal. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, you tell me how bad I'm, I'm messing up. They get on to me about that. And then in four weeks, so four six weeks, you got a guy or a girl from the, off the street to a $50,000 job. In, in six weeks, four to six that, week top. I mean, is there any, I've never heard of that before in my life. Well, when she, when you came to us at the BRF, you know, she had an idea. She demonstrated that she could run a transportation company and she wanted to start a diesel academy. And I mean, it was not an easy route either. I, mean, I was you, just about you, to say that, yeah. Dave. You, you, you didn't have an easy route starting in this business, <laughs> but it, it was not an easy, easy task to launch this business. But I was there when you broke ground. I was there when you cut the ribbon. And a lot of people have helped you along the way. I mean, it, it takes a lot from the local government to come in, you know, and, and, and say, okay, we want, we want this to happen, you know, because you got to get the But are, you are exciting. You are the companies that I hope this podcast showcases to people because I'm sure most of our listeners don't know about what you're doing. I didn't, and I'm blown away by it, and I'm so happy our community has people like you taking risks, working hard, and that's what Shreveport was built on. I mean, we talk about yep. it all the time. Hardworking, risk-taking people would make it. So well, she's not done yet. Do. She's always got something going on, and there's always an expansion plan, <laughs> something, okay? So I, I, I know that uh, you're, you're going to be successful. Um, 
And I'm just happy that the BRF could be part of your success, you know, and, and watch you grow, okay, and, and doing what you're doing. I just got one more question. Who'd be a better truck driver, me or Dave? If you're putting one of us in school, who you it want? Had to be who you, you, it had to be you, you because you, you get me business as you roll down the road. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you stop out and talk to customers. Who is that guy? Who he works for? That's Man, I'm on. <laughs> I work in truck stop. You know what? There's a lot of truth in that, okay? Because he's never met anybody he couldn't talk to, okay? <laughs> for sure. For sure. Man, I want to come out there and see your place. You love me, Josh? I would love you. I would love you. We're at 7312, Tremere. Tremel Drive, Shreveport, Louisiana, 7-11-15, based on the corner of Mansfield Road and Valley View. Yeah. I'm going to bring my boys, and we're going to come out and see you. Come out and check the facility out. you got to let us at least honk a truck. I do. And I hope to have grown by the time you come out there. Right now, we're in, uh, we're in transition to grow. You know, we're looking for, we're looking for investors. We're looking for that, that big push. Like I say, we are 100% minority-owned. 100% women-owned, never had the opportunity to, to receive a grant. So out of your 59 people that you've had come through, how many are women? Have you got you got some more years? <laughs> I had a ratio on how many is women. Uh, Have you had some women come through? We had one class for nine women in one oh, class. Oh, wow. That was a class to remember. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into how, why, okay? But I like that, it. that's great. That's yes, awesome. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Well, thank you yes. so much. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for telling your story, and um, we're we're just we're just proud of you, okay, thank and what you're doing. Thank you guys for having me. Thank, thank you guys you. for everything the EAP has done for me, Dave. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Man, this is fun. This <laughs> is good. <laughs> and that, that's so a wrap much. on that one. <laughs>